Welcome to the Family Dreams Podcast, where we talk about how to be the best for your family while pursuing your dreams, not in spite of them. I'm Paul, I'm your host, and today we are joined by Dan Caldwell. Uh, he is a husband, he is a father to five children, even though they're not all little kids anymore. Uh, he's the founder of Tap Out, Billionaire Collectibles, Grip Knife, Teacher.com, and maybe most importantly for the purpose of today's show, is he is one of two hosts on the Pretty in Punk podcast with his wife, Ildiko. And the Pretty in Punk podcast is basically maybe a little bit longer version of what we're trying to do here, where he's exploring basically how parents and family men and women can be great entrepreneurs and do great things as well. Dan, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me, Paul. I'm um, doing great. Yeah, we're doing great over here. We're just uh, this we got a lot of fog. You can't see the ocean anymore, but it's 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 pretty nice out here in California, considering. Can't complain. It's a good place yeah. to be well, stuck. You know, you're time. in California, too. <laughs> That's true. I'm used to doing foggy. podcasts with people outside California. I got to explain how what how nice our weather is compared <laughs> to their weather. But uh, yeah, you know, I do know. I'm definitely not complaining either. All right. Well, let's get into it, man. You're a busy guy. Yeah. You're a parent entrepreneur of many different things um in all your experience i know you've had a lot more than me personally as well as a lot of the people that are listening to the show probably what was one of the toughest stages of your life while you were trying to pursue your goals in business and entrepreneurship but at the same time trying to be a good father and a good husband uh it's always time you know time is time is the time is the 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 competitor that you can't beat most of the time you, you think that, you know, you have all these things on your plat on your, you know, on your platter that you're trying to, to finish off and, uh, you know, spend time with your kids and all of them are important to you. You know, if you have a business, that's important to you. You love your business. Um, if you have kids, you love your kids. Um, and then also time is escaping us every single day. We wake up every single day. And we got less time than we did yesterday. So you're battling all this, this time and you're trying to, how can I make the best of myself and, and still and, and spend time with my family and, and make them better. And, uh, and then, and still, uh, you know, and service everybody. So I think time's always that problem that you're just always trying. It's, a, it's the devil you can never beat. And you just always do your best. You know, all you can do is your best. Hmm. And, and you got, I think a lot of times is, is trying to use that time in a way that you're not, that your that your head is in it, and you're not, you're it's not somewhere else. As long as you can be present in that time, whatever you're doing, you can get the most done with that time, and then move on to the, you know whatever you're going to do next. My my understanding of you and your life and the things that you've built to this point uh, that includes your family as well as your businesses. Looking at what you've produced over time makes me think that you've succeeded at least a little bit in managing that time. Maybe not perfect yet, and I'm sure you're going to say the same thing, but over the last 10, 20, however many years you've been doing it, what are some of the most important things that you've learned? And maybe what would you have done differently looking back, knowing what you know now? Yeah, it's a really good question because I, I constantly, and I've had these discussions with my wife, like I'm always looking back going, would I have I, I wasn't the same, my, you know, my three of my kids are previous to my, this relationship with um, my wife. And I love those kids. 
Um, they live with their mom and stepdad and I don't get to see them as much. But when I was, when I was there and I could see them, um, I was, I was busy a lot, you know, I was building a company and it took a lot of time to do that. And our, it was hard on our relationship and, and that, that fell apart. And this, there were so many, you know, so many things involved and you can't tell somebody who's building a business and make, you know, nobody's going to be able to tell me that, Hey, um, you're going to miss out on this time with your kids. You just, you don't, that's not what you want to hear right now. You want to hear, oh, I'm building my company. I got to put a hundred percent into, it. I remember even having a spill that I would use. I would say, Hey, you know, there's people all the time that are heading to war and that are gone for two or three years and, and they they come back and they finally get to see their kids. You know, that's, we're doing, they had to do something that they had to do. They had to serve their time. But, you know, as you get older, and especially in the position that I'm in now and where I get to actually stay at home with my kids and I'm spending time with the two children that I have who are one and four, uh, or just almost about to be two, one of them is about to be two. And uh, she's, you know, she, they're growing so fast. And I, I now looking back, I, I wish I could have explored other options where I could have spent more time with those kids and, and not that I didn't, I did. I was at as many baseball games. If I was home, if I was at home, I was going to their baseball game or their soccer game or whatever that was. I'm going to their game if I'm home. But if I'm not, it, you know, I, I spent a lot of time, we were filming a television show. We were, I traveled back and forth across the United States five times. I was going to, I mean, I'd been to every, you know, I was in China and Japan and uh, uh, Germany uh, several times, Saudi Arabia, you know, fly, Italy, England, everywhere that there was a UFC or we had business, I was flying there. So I was all, <laughs> I was all over the place. And, and there just, there wasn't as much time to go around for the kids. And I would say that I was definitely leaning in the direction of my business. I can't say that I would change it. I can't, but I wish I would have been more aware at those, in those moments what I was missing because sometimes I think, was I making, was I making myself busy sometimes when I could have carved out more time for my kids? And again, I'm not saying I was at, I was with them as much as I could be when I was home, but could I have carved out more time? I saw them a lot, but I could have saw them more. I could have been, I could have been around more and uh, so I often ask myself that question. I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody exactly how to do that. Uh, but I do enjoy right now where I am right now in my life, even though I'm still building businesses, I'm, I've decided to build the business different where I'm home more and I can be around my kids and my family. Wow. Um, okay. So now, now you've, You've thought through all that. You've processed it. You're able to do things differently now um, with your family. If you could speak to the Dan Caldwells of the old days who are struggling through what you struggled through, what's one or two practical things you do right now that helps you um, block out that time? And you also mentioned being present, right? Being present wherever you're doing. That's one of the things I struggle with personally is when I'm in business, sometimes I think about family. And when I'm with my family, sometimes little business things will creep up. Is there anything that you do practically or any advice you can give to the listeners about how to separate them as clearly as possible? Uh, well, I, 
I'm, I mean, I have to say that I don't, I do it too, you know, so it's not that I'm great at it. There's still times when, uh, you know, my wife will call me on it. You know, I, I, we're, we kind of police each other because, you know, she's an entrepreneur too, and she's busy in her own right. So I, I try to, I have her police me on purpose. I, I want to put my phone away. I think that's one big thing I try to do because that phone is, is our connection to the outside world. It's what keeps us unfocused when we're, when, especially when we're with our kids and our business is calling. Cause usually that's how people get a hold of us through phones. Right. So I got mm-hmm. two phones. They're always trying to call me on them and they're always trying to get a hold of me. If I can put those phones away, also I'm quicker to turn those phones on airplane mode. In fact, um, most mornings I don't turn on my phone until about 10 o'clock. Hmm. So I, 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 and people just know that, you know, it's like, I'm it rarely do I like to be on my phone too early unless I need to, because I can control my business more. What I do is I just, I just, I feel like things are less urgent unless they're super urgent. So unless, if they are urgent, then I will carve that time out to, or, or turn my phones on just so that I have them available to me. But most of the time I just try to, uh, I just try to let, I, I'm more aware that I can let things go than I would have, you know, years ago, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have shut my phone off. I wouldn't have, you know, it was too important. I need to have the phone on. And I know there's, and you know, there's people that are going to give me pushback on that and that's fine. You know, I don't care. I hope people live the, the live their life, how they want to live their life. But I'm, I'm more self-aware that my time with my kids are slipping away and they're getting older and they're going to get to a point where they don't want to spend time with us anymore. You know, when I've already seen that I have a 14 year old and he likes to still spend time. We still have a great time together, but there's times when, you know, Hey dad, I'm going over to my friend's house. Like, Oh, okay. Uh-oh. have him and uh and he'll be like oh dad did you want to come by i was like yeah yeah i wanted to come by and see you and he'll uh he'll say something he'll be like well i'm going over to my friend's house so i won't be here <laughs> like what you're gonna not see your dad your dad's coming out to see you're not gonna see your dad but you know so i'm more aware that our kids aren't going to want to spend time with us when they get to a certain age we're not that we're not cool enough anymore and they have friends, they're getting older, they want to spend time with their friends. So, and then there's some point where they're just going to be gone. Like, you know, my daughter moved up north of you up past San Francisco, up north of San Francisco up there. And so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to see, you know, I only see her when she comes down. So I, I'm, I, I have to be, uh, I think I, that's why this time around, I'm trying to really be my best self. Mm-hmm. and and concentrating on what I find important and if I find spending time with my kids is more important than than some things in my business then I have to I have to make those in a priority so I'm just I'm just doing the best I can with time you know again like I said we're not going to win we're not going to win that all the time we just mm-hmm. do our best okay I have two two last questions for you um the the first one is regarding so speaking of kids I remember listening to a podcast you did with your wife. I think it was just the two of you guys talking um, about about this whole topic. And I remember your- Real quick, I just, uh, one of our internets froze. So I didn't hear the beginning of that question. 
Oh, okay. Just I was saying how on one of the podcast episodes I heard with you and your wife, you were speaking about this exact topic of how how do you manage all of this? And there was a um I remember you brought either you brought your son on. Oh no, no. Your your daughter had woken up from her nap in the middle of the podcast. And so I, your wife went out to go get her. And it was just like it was it's cool to see this family stuff happening in real time over the podcast episode. Um, so I feel like you guys do a pretty good job of integrating your family and your kids into everything that you do. Do you find that beneficial in the grand scheme of things? Because some people will separate the two, right? Family over here, business over here. What would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I should have probably mentioned that in the last question, but it's totally true. I mean, I do it without thinking anymore. So uh, if if you have to, if you're trying to balance this time with your family and your business, it became just easier for us to just merge those in a lot of ways. Like right now, imagine my kids are right here. So there was a time when I would have said, oh, I can't do that because my kids are going to be home at that time. Or, you know, if they would have been at school or their mom would have been out with them, or I need to find a time when my kids aren't going to be around. Well, now I'm like, I'm just, I know my kids are going to be up. It's okay. I'm going to do, I'll do the podcast. Every once in a while, you know, it becomes a little bit of a rodeo, but it's, uh, you know, we just do our best. It's like, we have to integrate that. We found ways to integrate that. And of course, there's always going to be times when you can't have your kids right in that space with you. But we just, I think people understand, and especially as you start to get bigger as an entrepreneur and you become the, uh, the person who's at the top of the food chain, I guess you could say. Um, it's It really becomes, if you're the boss and you own your own business, like I can think about Tapa, I had you know, a couple hundred employees and I could have easily brought my kids into that space up on stage with me when I'm talking to, uh, talking, you know, speaking to the employees or when they were walking around and they were, they were in the office a lot and they did come around a lot, but I, I just could have integrated them more. And this time around, I'm just, I've just decided, Hey, if, it, if I'm doing a podcast, I'm, I'm sure you saw that little one run behind me. It's just the way it is, man. It's, it's, and especially with COVID and the way everything's going down, it's just the way it is. Um, sometimes we're going to have to share that time. And sometimes there's going to be an overlap where business and family kind of lap over each other. And, uh, and it's great. And I really enjoy it. I enjoy having my family here. I enjoy being with my wife. I'm better when I'm with my wife. She'll call me on things. She's, she has a different perspective that I don't always have. So I like having my family here when I'm, when I'm doing those things. Beautiful. And hopefully we can get her perspective soon. <laughs> uh, yes. Last question. Um, one of the most important things, or I guess most helpful things that I learned from you and Ildiko was this. Okay. So when you're busy, you're tired because you have kids and you're running a business, everything is on high stress levels. And so it's more you're more likely to say things that you don't mean. You're more likely to fight and get stressed out and nobody wins in those situations. I remember there was one episode where you guys were talking about how, um, well, you specifically called her out. When she starts going crazy, what you would do is just give her a hug. I'm going to ask her about that next time. <laughs> but just give her a hug and be like, hey, remember, we're on the same team. And that would de-escalate things. I, I personally took that into my life because there's a lot of situations where that happens for us as well. Um, 
So I'm not going to ask you to share that one since we already have that piece, but is there anything else that you do um, or like these little tools that you have with you and your wife or that you're able to implement from time to time um, to, to build a better relationship, maybe with your wife, maybe with your kids. Um, I want to hear it. Um, oh man, there's so many things, right? Uh, you know, that, that's just relationships are so complicated and we're, you know, ego tends to get in the way so often. And we're both really super headstrong and we're both entrepreneurs and we're both drivers and pushers and leaders. And so it's hard for us. We really struggle with it sometimes. And we're just real, you know, I'm not going to say we don't have a perfect relationship. Uh, we sometimes I get called out on things that I feel like at the moment, maybe I'm in the right, but later find out I'm maybe not so right. And maybe not as right as I thought I was. And sometimes I just feel like I, I just have to be willing to apologize, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm not great at it. Like I'm getting better. I still, you know, sometimes I just, I, when you're running a business and here's, I can say when you're at the top of the food chain and you're the CEO and the president and everything depends on you, sometimes you just make a decision. And as far as you're concerned, lots of times that decision is the decision wrong, right, or indifferent. It's the decision that's been made and that's the way you're going. So you have to be willing, and this works in business too. You have to be willing to stand back for a second. Sometimes when people call you on that and go, I have to talk to you about this decision. And the problem is it depends on how they come at you. If somebody comes at you and says, hey, this is a horrible decision, you're going to stand that rock and you're just going to fight it out. You know, you're going to, hey, this is what we're doing. I don't care if you don't like it. This is what we're doing. And you have to do that as a leader. Sometimes you have to make those decisions that are hard decisions and you feel like they're right at the time. You've thought them out. You think this is the right decision for your company. But sometimes there's people out there that have a different perspective. And that same thing goes in the household. You make a decision for this family. This is the way it's going to go. This is how we're going to handle this. And quite often, you're not right, you know? And I think, I feel like I'm right when I made that decision. I feel like, hey, I'm the head of household here. This is what we're doing for the family. My wife, who's typically smarter than I am most of the time, uh, will... Is she's a better thinker. I should say she thinks out things a little better than I do. Sometimes I'm quick to act and she's a little more um, methodical and thinks things out. And so she'll come at me and say, no, that's not right. We can't do it that way. And then, you know, then comes this, that that's what happens at that moment. And I think what I'm trying to learn to get better at is because you have to, as a leader of a company or, a le or, or the leader of your family or whoever you are in your family, you know, you have to be able to stand back and go, am I right? Maybe I'm not. And if I'm not, then I need to be willing to say I'm not right. And I need to be willing to move forward. And that other person can't stand on their high horse and go and cheer, like, see, you're wrong and tell you how wrong you are and how you're always... You got to be, you know, both sides have to just concede and move forward for the betterment of the family unit. And, and you both got to just be good at that. So I'm not.
Oh man. Oh, oh we froze oh. for a second. Got him. Got your back. Hello, hello. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if that got cut out. It was right towards the end, I think. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. I think we got most of it. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. I'm sure you can edit that. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, if you that lost part. the end. Yeah. No, it was good. I love I love that advice. It's certainly something that I'm going to learn to implement more of. Um, my wife is usually right as well. And I need to be quicker to say sorry often, which is taking some practice, but I'm sure I'll get there. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, brother. Believe me, especially because we're in, we're men and we're in environments when we're weak, we get run over. You know, women don't understand this sometimes about us, and and sometimes it's what they need to know about men is that women, men, if we show weakness, we get, you know, we got to go back to, you know, you know, the days of old, when if a man if a man showed weakness, he got killed, he yeah. got ran over. He was run through. He got pushed aside. So he had to be strong. He had to stand by his, his decisions. He had to stand by what he said. And he made decisions and they were supposed to be held to the letter of, of you know, to the word. And if they weren't, people got killed. People died. And so things were serious. And now we're in a world where it's not so much that, but, you know, this we still have those same values within us and sometimes they show up and we just need to realize that our environment's a little bit different. So we need to, we need to um, acclimate to our environment better and understand that, Hey, it's not necessarily life and death right now. Um, I'm an ex police officer. So I I know sometimes what life and death can be. And I tell my wife too, you know, if I, if we're in a situation where I tell you to do something and you look in my eyes and you know, it's real, I need you to do it. Like I don't questions, don't, don't ask me why. If I tell you to do something, it's because I see something that's going on that you don't see. And I just need you to listen to me because, you know, sometimes, you know, her being an entrepreneur and the person she is, she'll, she may question me and she may, why, why do we have to get up and go? Because I need you to get up and go right now because I see something and I don't have time to explain to her what it is. So there's, you know, there's a strange dichotomy that happens when between all these, between relationships, between a man and a woman and family and kids. And it's just, all we can do is try to get the best at it, understand it, understand it, be self-aware, and then just do your best. Awesome. Dan, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your wisdom with us. I know there is a lot more where that came from. Uh, if you could share with us where people can find you, whether it's on social media or or wherever, that would be great. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can uh, find me on uh, Instagram at tapoutpunkass. At punkass is my old handle that I used to go by. So uh, when I back from when I was a skateboarder all the way to uh, to uh, when I was running tap out, everybody called me punkass, our television show. So at tapoutpunkass, you can find me there on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Dan at Dan Caldwell and uh twitter at tap out punk ass and then of course uh check us out on our pretty and punk podcast he's got some more gems to drop a little bit of pushing and shoving with me and my wife we love each other so we're not we're, we don't fight really we just like you know it, it's us going through these motions 
two passionate entrepreneurs raising kids. It's not easy, but uh, we love the struggle. I, I highly recommend the show, Pretty in Punk, um, or Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. No, Pretty in Punk. Pretty in Punk. I always mix it up because the things are in pink. But anyways, um, for everyone else listening, I'm going to have his Dan's information in the show notes. so You can connect with him there. It's an easy link. Hope you learned a lot. You can connect with me at Who is Paul Kim. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time.